Ladies and gentlemen, people of the world and other universes, you have turned in, turned in, I can never get that word right, tuned in to Pastors of Pain. Pain, pain, Pastors of Pain. <laughs> Red rum. <laughs> oh, this is a great show. I love this. I I missed it for two weeks. I can't believe you did. It. Back in back in December, we just pressed I, I, on without you. I know. As if I was easily replaceable. I mean, I I, I was Kyle Dowd. Kyle just, Dowd is the Kyle new sh- Father Carey. No. Oh gosh. But Come then we on. had Matthew. We had Matthew Tracy on. Who? He's no. gone now and back at seminary. Oh. Doing, he's on a retreat. Rest in peace. We hope. Uh, <laughs> Rip. He's he's out. Uh, what, is he going to St. Mindred? He goes to St. Mindred Seminary. Where my is beloved, that? By the way, my beloved alma mater. Where is it's that? It's in Southern Indiana, right off uh, south, little south of Highway 64. Okay. Okay. Uh, between, I have no idea where that's. It's between Evansville, Indiana, and Louisville, Kentucky. I, I know where Louisville, Kentucky. There is. are these. There's this amazing uh, new resource. It's called a map. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I studied cartography in college, which one of my favorite uh, Twitter feeds is called Terrible Maps. Really? It's so funny, and they'll they'll do like. Uh, <laughs> there'll be a map of Europe. <laughs> it'll be a map of Europe, and it's all one color. And then it has, you know, like the little legend in the yeah. bottom, you know, and, and the, so the legend, it'll say, it'll have like a, like a red box and it'll say, um, like Tesla charging stations in 1445 <laughs> and it's red. And then you look at the map and it's all gray. It's a map of Europe. I just think that's well, well, so funny. They just, cr- it's, so it's not just like bad maps like that were, no, like, no, that it's explorers not. made. No. It's so funny. I highly recommend it. It's called ba- ter- Terrible Maps. It's called Terrible Maps. That's his Twitter handle. Yeah, and it's is it a web page too? I doubt it. Terrible Maps. It's just so darn funny. Okay, find me one. Find me one. Okay. All right. I so uh, you oh, here. I'll, let me ask you a question, oh. and then I'll look at my phone for you know seven eight minutes while you rant. Um, <laughs> the semester is it's it, it, starting. It, it starts start Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. It starts back up. Yeah. Tell us about what you got going. Well, What's happening uh, at OSU? Are we having classes? Yeah. Well, we're not tearing our building down for one, but that's going to happen in May. So this semester, full-fledged going on. School starts uh, Tuesday, uh, January 19th. And we're going to – this weekend, like this weekend that this – podcast is going out which is what the 17th yeah we're having 10 a.m and 5 p.m mass oh mary frost is coming to town with her sisters because her sisters are coming to osu this is how great our student center is our student center is getting students from california yeah to come to oklahoma state university and they wouldn't normally go here so mary frost and her fam is going to be here this weekend and so mass 10 a.m 5 p.m confessions and then when there's Welcome Back Week, there's events all week long, and you can find those out on Catholic Pokes uh, Instagram, Catholic Pokes Twitter, uh, Catholic Pokes face, face, Facebook, fake, fake book, both and. And so those things are, uh, are going to be published out there of all these events going on. And then it, it's a great opportunity to, to get back involved in your faith, get back involved in your faith life. Because, I mean, throughout the semester, a lot of people, you know, watched mass online a lot of students came in person and a lot of students also just dropped jesus at the doorstep why would they do that i don't know 
But I think we all go through that at some point in time in our life. And so some of these kids, they they kick Jesus to the curb uh, or they just like didn't have time for the Lord. uh, You know, Matthew Tracy talked. Matthew Tracy, was that his name? Uh Uh-huh. The seminarian? Yeah. He's he's from my parish. I can't remember his name. Matthew Tracy talked about that, you know, like when he didn't go to church in grade school and stuff like that. And then like showed up in college and people invited him. So this was a great opportunity to just invite your friends back. Or to invite your friends who don't go anywhere. I find people don't go anywhere and they have this, you know, our heart is restless till it rests in you, Lord, sort of feeling. So there's going to be Bible studies you can get involved in if, if people need to receive the sacrament of confirmation. This is a great time to do that, uh, to go to confession, to just jump back in, get back involved in their faith life. So great opportunities ahead of them. Um. And, you know, you guys are doing like, you got COVID protocols and keeping everybody safe oh, yeah, and spreading sure. out, encouraging yeah. masks. And because uh, we're not out of it, we're not out of the. I think people were like, oh, 2021. It's, everything's people were like, new. oh, the election's over. Now COVID's over. No. Oh, 2021. Now COVID's over. No. No. Oh, the semester's starting. Now COVID's over. No. Mm-hmm. There's all those precautions still, in place. Still around. Still around. Yeah. Still all up in our business. It, it's also, uh, I think it's, I think it's an, an important time. Uh, it, it's a, you know, once we kick past the new year, uh, the new year, you know, always provides that of getting to know the Lord Jesus, because that is in the end our mission in life. Our mission in life is to know the good God. That's our mission in life. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, heaven is a gift on that. (laughs) Heaven is part of that. Heaven is not the end, but it is the end. And if we don't know the good God, if we've never met the Lord Jesus Christ, we've never experienced the life of the Holy Spirit and come to know the Father, then heaven is not an option for us because we're not going that direction. Oh, yikes. That was harsh. Why are you so judgmental? uh, I'm not judgmental. I just observe and make conclusions. Just simply observe. And make conclusions. Judgmental conclusions about <laughs> eternal people's eternal salvation. Yikes. Okay, so I think th- what one, one thing we've been doing at the uh, at good old St. Francis Xavier, we have this, what we call the discipleship pathway. And so basically, uh, and we're on the radio, so I can't show you. As you're spinning your hand but in it's a circular a circular, motion. basically we want, we want every, everyone to encounter the Lord, encountering him. Mm-hmm and then growing with him, and then going out and sharing the good news. Okay. But you can't, you can't really go until you've encountered. You can't give what you don't have, we would say. And so, but then the idea is then, okay, now I'm, I'm ready to go out and preach, but I also need to continue to encounter him. Encountering the Lord Jesus is not a, a one-time event. Um, right? It's continual. Correct. So, I mean, we would say, you know, that daily prayer. What is prayer? <coughs> Talking, listening to God. The daily prayer is important to build up a relationship where you're constantly encountering the Lord. And so I think one misconception a lot of college students have, a lot of my parishioners have, a lot of people who don't come to church ever, uh, they have this sense that uh, they have that I'm, I'm good. I was baptized or I received first communion or right. I've yes. been confirmed. And so I'm, and so I'm good, but there's not that there's not a relationship. There's not an ongoing relationship or it's based on some 
event that happened in the past. And I just think it's very, it's very dangerous. And it's the difference between, or people would say, I think a lot of people maybe sometimes even like coming out of right. Catholic schools, you know, will say, oh yeah, I know. I, you know, I went to Catholic school. I went to Bishop Kelly or I went to Bishop McGinnis or I, you know, I like know, I know everything, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and, and granted, you know a lot because you, you have been tested on it and you got A's all through your theology classes. But there's a difference between knowing about someone and knowing someone. Yeah, that's right. There's those two words. You know, we use it in Spanish. You say, see, si, saber and conocer. conocer. Like, yeah. I see. You see. Yo say. I know information about them. Yeah. Yo lo sé. Yeah. Pero yo no lo conozco. Yeah. I don't know the person. It's the same. It's the same way in Greek too. In Greek, there's two words, um, like where we get like gnosis, like the gaining of knowledge. So there's two words in Greek, and one is to know the facts about someone or know the facts about the Lord and then know the Lord Jesus. So when he comes uh, when he comes to that town and they say, Lord, Lord, didn't we, didn't we do great miracles in your name? Didn't we do all these things in your town? And he says, I do not even know you. Like you... You did all these things. You got to know the facts about me, but you didn't get to know who I am, me as a person. And the question then is like, how do you get to know Jesus who has been dead for 2,000 years as a person? Oh. And that is where the, the encounter with the gospel. Well, because we would say, yeah, we would say very, very with all of our being that he's not dead. Mm-hmm. That's correct. He's alive and and working, and I mean in our our tradition, especially in the in the Eucharist, you can come and spend time in His physical presence, basically anytime you want. Right. There's always that statement. Do you, have you met the crucified and risen one? Not just the crucified one. Like yes, Jesus was crucified. His proof that he is God is that he rose from the dead. Have you met the crucified and risen one? And that's, you know, in the as we get closer to Easter, we're, we're, they're going to hear this. But even after Easter, like the road on the way, the, two, the uh, two disciples are arguing on the way and Jesus shows up in their midst. And the crucified and risen one is is sort of, he's hidden there. They don't recognize him at first. Yeah. And so the for all of us, there is... This getting to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in big ways, yes, but also I think in those little bitty ways. Like, you know, daily, we've talked about it on a number of occasions during the season of Advent. You know, the, the season of Advent is what is that threefold preparation to meet the Lord Jesus at every moment, to meet the Lord Jesus as Christmas, as a nine pound, six ounce little baby Jesus, and to meet. Jesus, the wrecking ball, who will come to judge the living and the dead in the world by fire. Yeah. And there is this real importance of getting to know him daily and becoming friends with the Lord. I think it's like like Mother Teresa of Calcutta. She gave this talk one time and she said, you know, my greatest sadness is that many of you have never met the Lord Jesus. Mm. But how do, how do you... Well, and I think I was talking, we had a, a good friend of mine, uh, Father Bob Gross from uh, Dubuque, Iowa, passed through town. I thought couple, his name was Gross a couple, Bob. A couple weeks, a couple <laughs> weeks back. Yeah. And we were having, we were just talking, we were driving around Stillwater. I was kind of showing, he had never been here, so I was showing him, showing him all the sights. Ooh. And 
uh, we were just talking in the car, and he and he said, you know, I've just come. He and I both we've been pre, we were ordained the same day, uh, thirteen years ago in different dioceses. So I wasn't there for his, and he wasn't there for mine. But uh, he said, you know, I'm just like coming to this realization as a priest that like, what do I do? What's my job? And my job is to say, hey, everyone, there's Jesus. And that was it. Like, wow. that's his job. And, 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 and it was just put so kind of beautifully and simply. Um, hey, everyone. Like, come and see. Like, come and see this, this one who, who, my, who, I've, who I know. But also, in, as I'm introducing people to him, that I have to constantly encounter him over and over and over again. That just because I was ordained a priest doesn't mean that my relationship with the Lord is all that it can be and should be. There's this daily encounter with the Lord. And I, th- I think a lot of Catholics, a lot of Christians um, th- don't have that sense of I need to encounter the Lord over and over and over again. People have this sense that I, they've kind of arrived. Or they have this sense that, like, I know a lot about right. him. I, I was in a Bible study about five years ago. Oh, okay, great, and good, and I'm so glad you were, but but do you know him, or do you know about him? So think of, fa- you know, famous people that you know, right? Like, I know, I can tell you a lot about Garth Brooks, right? I'm in Stillwater. Right? Yeah, what was, about Bell Biv DeVoe? Could you tell me a lot I about I can Bell tell Bell? you a lot about Bell Biv DeVoe, but I've never met them. Do you want to meet them? I would love to. They're right here in the studio <laughs> today for you, O'Brien. <laughs> That's our next show. We're going to interview Bell Biv DeVoe. Now you uh, know. But to know about is not to know someone. Um, and so we, I mean, we know that. We know that in our heads about famous people. I watch this person on television. That doesn't mean I know them. If I saw them on the street and I said, hey, Bell Biv DeVoe, you know, hey, Garth Brooks, hey, Shaquille O'Neal. Who are you? You know, they, they'd, be like, they'd be like, hey. Hey, Gen- hey your, General, who's that guy? Where we think, well, I know them because I see them all the time. Um, and I think that's the, re- that's, what peop- that's the relationship people have with Jesus. But, it's, but it's, it's, it's not false. It's just, it's just incomplete. Correct. Um, I didn't preach on epiphany, but if I did, I think this is what I would have said. Tell me. What if the magi, what, the wise men, they, they, they knew they had to go to, to, to meet the Lord. What if they didn't? And just sort of told everyone, guys, this this thing happened like all these you know thousands of miles away, um, but they but they didn't go. They went to physically encounter the Lord Jesus. That's what I would have preached about. That's what you have preached about. Yeah. yeah it, there's at that at that same moment when the when the three wise men show up in Jerusalem. It says, when they showed up to meet Herod, it said, all Jerusalem trembled in sort of fear. And then they ask Herod, where's the newborn king of the Jews? And he calls the religious leaders. And the religious leaders say, he's supposed to be born in Bethlehem, of course. And so the three wise men, the three kings, those three stargazers, then go to Bethlehem to meet the newborn king of the Jews. Why didn't the religious leaders go? Why didn't the people who knew all the facts go? Okay, so, well, so how do we how do we come to know the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, I think there's a there's a you know it's there's a whole variety. Remember we talked about both and uh, last week. Uh, we was that about baptism? That. I sort of blanked out after that. 
Oh, yeah, because it was, oh, wow, okay, yeah. So, so we've talked about baptism, both and. And, and we, there's lots of ways to come to know the Lord Jesus. So one is just to be able to say his name. Lord Jesus, I love you and I give my life to you. Just to be able to say that. To give, to meet the Lord Jesus. Because um, when, when, we, when we hear those, when we, when we hear that at his name, every knee must bend in the heavens, on the Philippians. earth, and, un- and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord, to be able to say his name and give ourselves to him. A- and then there's, and, these are not in hierarchical order, and there's the reading of the Gospels. Because we, what do we think about the Gospels? The Gospels are not just some random book of the Bible. It's not a history book. They're the very breathed word of Jesus. The word, word who's become flesh, the second person of the Holy, Holy Trinity, then speaks. They're not St. Paul's letters. They're not John the letters of the one, Hebrews. The word became flesh. Yeah, they are not the Old Testament us. prophets. They are the, the living, breathing word of God. So we need to spend time with the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. That really is a beautiful way to encounter the Lord. I mean, I think, so, so yeah, let's get, let's give people some practical advice. I want to encounter the Lord. How do I go about doing that? I would say pick, pick a gospel and begin to read it. Indeed. Not with the goal of, I'm going to read this whole gospel in the next hour. Like it's not a it's not a an assignment it's not a homework it's not a you're, just read it for your own edification as a way to encounter if that's Jesus it's it's that it, he it's his word living and active that when you read the scriptures and especially the gospels then you're meeting Jesus you're encountering him yeah that's a good place to start what else what uh, else would you say I I think also is holy images. Just to look upon another Ooh. person's face. A crucifix? Yeah, a crucifix, uh, holy images, you know, the um, uh, the the passion. Maybe, you know, Christmas Stations season. Stations of the cross. Christmas season just ended a few weeks ago is to look, get the nativity set out and, like, look at little nine-pound, six-ounce baby Jesus there. I love saying nine-pound, six-ounce little baby Jesus. Uh, to, to look upon <laughs> the face of uh, the God who is, is taken on flesh. Uh, the Shroud of Turin. Go look up Shroud of Turin and look at it. T-U-R-I-N. Yeah, yeah, and then put put it next to it, the image of divine mercy, and look at Ooh. them together. Yeah. So to look upon, to look upon it and then read the scriptures while you're looking upon it and give your life to Jesus. So there's three ways, boom, right there. All right, so we got this. What'd you, what were the three? The scriptures, the holy yeah. images. Yeah, and then even just saying, Jesus, I want to be your disciple. Oh, yeah, then just Jesus, talking I, to him. Yeah, yeah. I want to cover yeah. my life. Yeah. And then I think this is number four. This is number four, and it's the hardest of them all. Tell us. Dramatic pause. That was it. Silence. Oh, that was tricky. I know. Tricky! That was was tricky. You like dramatic pause. The radio, we don't like silence on the radio. Silence. Dead air time. Silence. Just to have quiet time, because... Anytime in the scriptures when the good God speaks to people, he speaks in silence. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And then he waits. Or, you know, the angel speaks to Joseph in the dreams, in his in his mind. So what were the four? You said scripture? I said scripture. Holy images. Holy images. 
giving your life to Jesus. Just say, Lord Jesus, I give myself oh, to you. just talking to him, all right. Yeah, just talking to him. Are you writing all these down? Are you, are you going to edit this, edit this down? I just and, want, yeah, and, yeah, and, that's and the, good. And the fourth one is holy silence. You know, uh, we, we spend a lot of time in the car, and I know Jay, our DJ, is probably like, you need to listen to the radio while you're in the car. Uh, I, I agree. There's a great opportunity to listen to his fantastic playlist that he puts out every day, uh, listening to Pastors of Pain, and then carve out silence throughout the day. Listen to the radio for a long time, then Pastors of Pain, and then be quiet. Yeah. I, I went on that retreat, a couple, my COVID retreat, yeah. which I negative- Negative, negative, and no symptoms for Your nine. retreat was negative? No, no, my retreat was fantastic. Oh. But I always find out like, that after I go on retreat, like, why did I wait to do that? Yes. I mean, that's totally, that's, I mean, that's, I, I feel that way about like just prayer, holy hour, silence. I mean, even in the course of a day where I'm like, all right, all right I'm going to do, I got to do this right now, and then I'm going to do my holy hour later. I'm going to pray later. And then I pray later, and I'm like, why didn't I just? Why didn't I do that before? Right. I had that meeting, or why didn't I do that before I tried to write my homily, or why? You know. And I think we do. We kind of because prayer is gonna. You know, it's it's not a uh, like a formal meeting. Right. You know, no no one's expecting us, if you will. Um, there's not a lot of accountability to to right. to, to, to prayer. And so we put it off, and we put it. I'll do. I'll do that tomorrow, or I'll right. get that. Uh, I'll pray. I'll pray when I go to mass on Sunday. Right. I'll go to mass next Sunday. Right. And we push that off, and we and we miss that encounter with the Lord. And I like to think of it in the you know in the sense of like a married couple. Um, you know, you would never like a married couple. Their marriage would be in trouble if they said, like, you know, honey, you never you never tell me that you love me, and the guy says. Oh yeah, I, I know we've been we've been married about ten years. Yeah, but I, I, I told you I loved you when on the day we got married. <laughs> right, married couples do it. I mean, really successful, happy, holy married couples tell each other all the time. Right, I love you, and they do that with words. I love you, and they do that with actions. You know, of of little kind of acts of service and. Mm-hmm. Agree, but then with the Lord, so often we're sort of content with. Yeah, I got. I was confirmed when I was seventeen, and now I'm thirty-five. Like big. I mean, not big deal. It is a big deal that you got confirmed. But do something about it. What are you doing today? What is that exactly. daily? That daily encounter with the Lord. I think we're missing that. Okay, you ready for the last one? Well, there's more. There's, yeah, I think I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> no, you don't. Ways to encounter those. So let me let me let me recap. Okay, scripture. Yep. Holy images. Uh huh. Talking to him. Yep. Silence. Indeed. That's all I got. You ready? What's the fifth one? I have one. Anthropology. The store? <laughs> no, anthropology. The like the human person. The body. The body. And and the reason why I say the an- body. The anthropology is is two things. One, we have to move away from sin and vice and into the divine life. Oh. And, and we vice and virtue. Yeah. So, so in the in the human person, like we think, like our bodies are just made to I don't know, like surf the internet, eat, like eat paint chips, and <laughs> did I say paint chips. 
I, I, I didn't have that planned out. I knew I had anthropology planned out, but I didn't know what I was going to say next. <laughs> I know because Jay woke up across the room and was like, what? <laughs> ruh uh, I, I knew uh, discovering like what the human anthropology is. It's not just to be a thing to store chips and soda and uh, not things to like store pornography through our minds. It's not, it's not a storage device of just junk. It's a storage device of divine life. And so we had to get a new, I think, like a new anthropology of the human person. Uh, John Paul II provides a new theological anthropology in his um, in his um, audiences. You know, his audiences, theology of the body, theology of the body, because he's trying to remind us that your body is not just a wonderland. Your body is not just utilitarian. Your body is not just something that is can be taken, used, and then pitched to the wayside. No. Your body, like the human nature of Jesus, the second person of the Holy Trinity, was the human person has the capacity to take on divine life. And so from that, we have to expel vice. Root out sin. Root out sin. Expel vice. Root out sin. And start bringing in. They start bringing in virtue and start begging the Lord for more grace. Because we, as we talked about baptism last week, like, why is it that Peter sees these people and says, you are obviously filled with the Holy Spirit. Like, something is animating your life. Have you all been baptized? And they're like, no. What's that? And he's like, okay, you're getting baptized. A new anthropology. Because I think most people think, like, we're here to just live. I would say even Christians like say this. Like, our, we're, our bodies are here. And we sort of like grudgingly go throughout this life. We've given our lives to the Lord, but nothing else has changed. I think, oh, go ahead. Sorry. uh, Nothing else has changed. And it's just rooting out vice and sin and saying, okay, knowing that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, knowing that my body Mm. is made for divine grace, knowing that my body is taking on Jesus's body, knowing that my body is made to carry a cross and suffer with him knowing that about my body now i gotta do something different with it well and think about the time like uh, speaking of vice thinking about your biggest vices is it you know is it drinking is it porn is it uh lying lying is it you know idleness you know think about replacing your vices with any of those things you just, you know, at the time where you would normally like watch terrible television, take that time and, and read the scriptures and look at how your life will change. Right. Um, the time you would spend looking at, you know, or kind of with, with maybe with people who are not very good influences on you. If that time were spent right. uh, talking to the Lord or looking at a holy image. Right. So th- my retreat went from activism to nothing. Like I was super, 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 super active. And then I had dinner with that couple and they called me the next day and they said, Oh, by the way, we have COVID. We just found out. And then I told father O'Brien, O'Brien, and, and he's like, get out. And he said, get out of the house. And so I was homeless for about three hours. <laughs> I was literally like, like calling around trying to find a place to go for about three hours. And I ended up on my friend's ranch in the middle of nowhere and while I was there, I just sat in silence a lot. Mm. I was like, the Lord has put the brakes on my life. See, and somebody could say, like, well, you're a priest. You don't need that. You don't need 
You don't need silence. You're a priest. Like you've arrived. No, I haven't. And you're like, no, I stink. And the reason, and, and w- one of the great benefits of that silent time was like, Carrie, you need a new anthropology. Like you, oh. that word just like showed yeah. up during my time on retreat. All right. So five ways to know the Lord scripture, holy yep. images, talking to him, silence and your body. Okay, so I would say talking to him, but also giving, saying, Lord Jesus, Ooh. I want to give you my life. Come Holy Spirit, I want to give my life to Jesus and be his disciple. And number six, how else do we encounter the Lord? In the Eucharist. Oh, yeah. In the Eucharist. At Mass, at Adoration. Correct. I know the year is, you know, we're a couple weeks into the year, but what a beautiful... Uh, devotion to spend time with Jesus in the Eucharist. How about that for a New Year's resolution? Every day I'm going to spend time with him. Every week I'm going to spend an hour. Every day I'm going to spend an hour. I'm going to go to Mass every Sunday, every Sunday and Holy Day, and then during the week if I can. That's how we encounter the Lord. But we got to do it over and over and over again. So this is our discipleship pathway. Encounter, grow, go. you got to encounter the Lord you got to grow with them. Then you're ready to go out and preach it. But you got to keep encountering and keep growing and keep going. And then it's it's circular. And sometimes you go out and you totally screw it up. And you're like, okay. And I then you got to come back. Come back yeah. and re-encounter. Yeah. And okay, let me go back to where I started. Let me get back to this, to silence. Get back to this holy image. Get back it's like to that recycling image with the, the three arrows that just yes. keep going around. Yeah. It's like reduce, reuse, recycle. Exactly. Encounter, grow, go. All right. That's all the time we have really? this week. But we thank you for joining us. And we wish you, we hope your 2021 is off to a great start. Um, and let's pray for one another. Welcome back to school. Go Pokes. Peace.